everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And this is episode 277 of the show. This is all about how to manage your time properly in your business so that you can actually have a life. So if you think that is something that's going to benefit you or your team, all I ask you to do is listen up, take some notes, apply it to your business and go, go, go. Uh, there's no fee for this podcast. So if you want to keep having these podcasts uploaded every single day, just make sure you subscribe, you leave a review, you screenshot it, put it in your story, tag y'all, tag me, tag me, I'm Boss Lee, and tag some friends. Obviously, I do giveaways every single Monday, so I really appreciate it, and I love every single one of your five-star reviews. They really do mean a lot to me. Today's review of the day, by the way, is Strong Liz, Best Motivation and Energy, five stars. Thank you so much for all you do. You have inspired me to grow my business even more and work harder. Thank you for your energy and positive attitude. I love it. I love you guys. I appreciate you, and if you want me to train your team also, all you need to do is email askjessielee at gmail.com, A-S-K, askjessielee at gmail.com, and you get to pick the topic and I'll train your team for 20 minutes on anything you want. I love you guys and I appreciate you. I hope you love, 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 love this episode of the show. Today, though, I want to talk to you. Uh, this is kind of along the lines of what we just talked about, but effective ways to make more time in what it is we're doing. Because as we're stepping more into our leadership, there are a lot of different things that we are probably now putting our time into. Can we agree with that? By the way, Cheryl's here. Woo! First champ soon. Woo! Delcy's second champ soon. Woo! Okay, so exciting. So... I say that because a lot of the times I think we, um, we forget maybe that the business does take time. And then because the business does take time, the business takes organization and deciding where you're going to put your, your focus. Yeah. And as and especially as you, as we step more into leadership and grow into our leadership and become more powerful leaders than ever, it, everything changes, right? We become, we have to become a different version of who we are. We have to show up at different, in different skills in our career here. So, um, I'm going to go through this. I know some of you even still have full-time jobs. And so you can probably look at this, look at this in ways of running your business and your full-time job or part-time job or whatever it is that you're transitioning. Um, oh yeah, Stephanie Holman's done her job. So congratulations. Welcome to full-time network marketing. Hey, I don't, your, where is your face? Your face is not on my screen, but I know you're probably on here. So if you're not on here, well then what are you doing? Because you don't have a, I'm just kidding. She's on here, <laughs> but super, super exciting. All right. So the first thing, and I know I talk about this a lot is if you want this to be something that works really well for all, for all of you, and I know you do, we've got to get detailed calendars. And I know this is, if you're anything like me, which I know a lot of you are, this bucks against who I am as a person. You know, um, I think naturally speaking, I am a very like, Oh, la, 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 go with the flow, whatever. And I think, I don't know when the real shift happened, maybe 24 months ago or something. I started to do the Google calendar thing and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Like that's what I'm talking about. This structure I hate and I love all at the same time. And so it's important that you have a calendar for what we're doing, treating this, even if it is still part-time, but you're making a, a fortune on your part-time, like Jim Rohn would say, like you have to think about how would you work a full-time job? If this was a job and you were walking in as an employee, how would you show up, right? It would require a schedule because there would be projects, right? It would require a schedule because there would be time commitments. And so creating almost a separate calendar from 
for, from your whole, your entire life greatly increases your productivity and keeps you on task for things you need to get done. Now I was doing a training for a different company the other day and I want to get, I want to look more into this artful agenda thing. I saw it on, um, on Brittany's thing. I'm still just doing Google calendar to be totally honest, but that little artful thing seems pretty cool to me. I'll look into it. Um, but I will tell you having things either written down or in a calendar or whatever, I know exactly what I need to do. And when you know what you need to do, you actually get it done. It starts to kind of fall apart when we are just sort of throwing things at the wall and being like, oh, well, did I do that? Did I do that? Did I do that? So like I was saying, I was on a call with another team the other day and somebody literally said, I thought we were trying to have time freedom in this business. How do you have time freedom if everything is scheduled every half hour? Because my life is scheduled by every half hour for those of you who haven't figured that out yet. And I literally said to her, I'm like, well, you can schedule time to chill. You can schedule time to relax. You can schedule time to walk around the aisles of TJ Maxx. You can schedule time to eat. You can schedule time for connection with your partner. You can schedule time that is sacred for you and your babies. Like, but it needs to be scheduled because otherwise you have no structure about what you're doing. None. And as somebody who I think naturally is kind of like all over the place, I will promise you when that alarm goes off, I'm like, Ooh, sheesh. All right. I need to like go sit on the couch for a half hour. That's what it says is very important to me. So like Melissa said, two hours of her schedule and every weekday morning is gym travel shower. It's important. It's important. You have that holy time. So create that detailed calendar. Um, Google calendar is linked to artful. Brittany is saying it says Jesse Lee, but I know it's Brittany. So whatever it is, detailed calendar, detailed calendar, detailed calendar. And when we were at that mastermind event, Brittany, Jenny, and myself, and that billionaire said that his schedule is scheduled to a minute for the next three years. I was like, what? Like, you know what you're doing in 2023? What? Like, uh, when is 2023? Like, I don't even know what that is. When is that? Like, who, who, what year is that? Like, I, what? The thought that you're thinking that far in the future and that you're, the way he was saying it is that his, when, tw- when January 1st, 2021 strikes, his year's done. He's already in 2022. I was like, oh, so how many of us are not really doing that big vision thing where it's like, okay, by January, by December 20, by December 31st, 2021, I'm a rank 10, this huge vision and then deconstructing it. That's how he's building his life. And then he builds his calendar around what he says he's going to do. So then it's not just that month by month by month. It's really, this is how it has to happen. This is when the goal is rank 10 is here. So like, have you set out the time to say, this is when I hit rank 10, right? And maybe it's not this year and maybe it's not next year. But I think sometimes this not scheduled calendar of like, oh, it'd be great to be 6'2 star this month. Oh, I'm aiming for seven this month. (laughs) Like what is our bigger vision that makes us actually step into the power and then detailing it, reversing it backwards, I think is super powerful. Okay, the next thing that we need to make sure we're doing if we want to keep our sanity, and I know I kind of talked about this last week, But we need to get better at saying no sometimes, okay? When is your energy telling you the answer you're looking for is no, okay? And can we say no more often, right? Because when we're trying to balance things like a job and a business and parenting and friendships and whatever, 
especially if you're, you're in a season of building, like I am in a very much so growth cycle. I will put this biat in momentum. <laughs> so help me God kind of moment, kind of stage right now, attacking a stage one activity at a whole different level. It's requiring me to say no to things that do not help me reach my goals, right? So this is a kind of weird example, but yesterday I got asked with, oh my God, 15 minutes notice, which drove me crazy. But I was asked to train on that, um, give one recruiting tip thing to kind of sell Eric's, well, it's free, but the recruiting challenge. He's like, can you be on in 15 minutes? I'm like, I'm literally at the gym. I look like a drowned mole rat. What do you mean? And I knew I had a corporate Zoom that was going to directly conflict with it. And I sat there for a second and I said, is me planning LCD more beneficial for my business or is being exposed to God knows how many people? And I texted corporate and I said, nope, I will be late. And I will tell you that might be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it wasn't like a shots fired at corporate. I freaking love our company. It was more like a, dude, there were 9.8.3 thousand. I have a screenshot of 8.3. 8.3 thousand people were watching that live. And my energy is very different than the people who go on and are like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to make a list. And then you already know, I went on and like boss lead them for four minutes. And I was only seven minutes late to the corporate Zoom. But in the past, that would be something that I would, I would have literally said no to an opportunity like that, knowing full well what is actually going to build my business. You guys understand like the, the thought process in this? So, and it wasn't even a problem. Like I got on the LCD call and it was, you can imagine, right? So I was so thankful and grateful that I said no to that, right? So think of the things you need to say no to that don't help you reach your goals, you know, it, it might seem rough sometimes to turn down um, a friend or miss a party, but if you really want to build this, it's the time to stay focused in whatever you need to stay focused on to build your business. So focus on the most important thing when you are trying to do it all. So when we're all kind of scattered and all over the place, what is the most important thing for your business right now in this moment? And do that. Make sense? Cool. All right, um, the next thing is sometimes it's like choosing a day that you can just go all in on your business. So some of you, I'm just giving you ideas. I'm trying to give you, like some of you maybe are scheduled and you can do a power hour here and there. Some of you are more like, maybe it's Thursdays that are 100% prove it. I don't know, right? I don't know how your life, how your brain works. As an example for me, those coaching calls every morning during the week, you know, those, my morning one-on-one coaching calls, that works very well for me. But if you look at Jenny's schedule, she does Tuesdays, basically 9am to, I don't even know, PM. And it's just like one after another, 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 after it's like back to 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 back. Okay. Okay. So dramatic five hours. I wasn't even being dramatic, but okay. Right. So five straight hours of coaching calls, uh, my brain, even seeing that. And I told her, I was like, I would literally, I would barf. I would be so dra- like I would, I would be so drained from that one day I would die. Right. But for her, it works for her. So I want you to think about what works best for you. Do you need to choose a day to put all your focus in on it? 
Or are you somebody who you're like, no, I would be kidding myself if I didn't, if I didn't go um, and, and touch my business every single day. So whatever it is, train your brain to do whatever works best for you and do that. And do that. Keeping some things, oh, it's got another MVP pack. Woo. All right. So keeping some things separate, some things holy, you know, whatever you need to do to make your schedule not feel overwhelming, really important as we continue to build in our business. Next thing, if you're, if you're juggling a lot, I know a lot of you are juggling a lot. You're trying to get from six to seven. You're trying to maintain a household, a family, a, a business, a job, or whatever. Try working in smaller little sprints, okay? So this is kind of like what I just said. I work really well in power hours. I work really well in 20-minute burst, the 10-minute break, 20-minute burst, 10-minute break, 20-minute burst, 10-minute break. This is really awesome for me. Um, so when I say power hour, it doesn't necessarily need to be an hour, right? Especially if you have a family to take care of. So if this is something that, if this is your, you're working part-time on your fortune, as Jim Rohn would say, well then try working maybe in small sprints, right? Maybe set apart a couple of 15 minute blocks throughout your day that allow you to get more things done, right? Though, like how many of you are, are small sprinter? Like how many of you are sprinters? How many of that works better for you? Like this is my brain. So it's most of you. Okay, cool. All right. It, this, this conversation is really around how can you maintain a calendar and a schedule in your business that serves you? Because if we're going to lead at high levels, we need to make sure that we, our cups are being full, filled as well. We need to make sure we're taking time to do the things and working our business in ways that work best for us, right? So yeah, sitting at a desk all day, not realistic for Melissa. Uh, like, you know why I love my house? This is going to sound probably not crazy. I do Zooms from here and then I'll migrate there and then I'll go over there and then I'm in the office and then I'm in the other office and then sometimes I'm in the bed. Like I'm so like in the backyard sometimes sitting at the pool. Like, I don't know, man, I gotta be, I gotta be moving and grooving. I need to change. Yes, I need to change. I need to change the scenery, right? I've been looking at this wall a little too long. So I, I do love the little bursts. I'm a big fan of the little bursts. Okay, I need another drink of this black label. So, <laughs> all right. So I already talked about schedule in general, but make sure, make sure you are following it. I can't give you enough directive on follow the schedule and I don't expect you to be okay. Cause some of you are perfectionists. That's why I want to say this. I don't expect you to be perfect. Okay. That's why I set reminders in my phone and I set the Google calendar alerts in my phone. I do like a double whammy. And the reason I do both is because I think sometimes I ignore the little ding for the Google calendar and then the reminder will pop up like stand up and breathe. Oh, I didn't do that. Did I? Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me stand up and breathe. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Right. Like sometimes I need those two reminders. Um, I do not need an alarm like Brooke. I will lose control over my, my, my bladder or something. If I had alarms like that going off around me, it's terrifying. But for sure, if you like alarms like Brooke, by all means, I feel like a submarine is going under. But scheduling that time and then sticking to it um, with several reminders, you know, quite frankly, I won't lie to you, uh, on top of the Google calendar alert and the reminder alerts in my phone, my assistant texts me too. <laughs> So like I, I actually do three alerts because sometimes, uh, I am just so all over the place. And like I said, I'm not a naturally scheduled person. I don't really have that analytical thing about me. It's not really part of my, my natural DNA. And so, you know, sometimes, yes, especially the gym, 
especially the gym and self-care. I'm even worse. Catherine's really getting on me about it, though. She is, she is really, really, um, really aggressive, really aggressive about that. So, um, I did yell at her to do it. She's doing, yeah, she's doing well. She's doing well at yelling at me. So she actually told me today that if I skip the eyelashes appointment again today, that she is literally going to, um, she said she's going to, to charge me. She said, I'm going to fine you if you skip your eyelashes appointment again. I said, that is really aggressive. <laughs> she's like, you have to go. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. She's like, you canceled four times last month. I'm like, well, I was busy. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, she's good. She's good. So maybe, maybe, um, maybe, maybe having an assistant who reminds you as well is a good idea. All right. So the next thing is I think it's sometimes important that we look at our business and we see the joy in it. This helps me a lot. And I think it'll help you a lot. So I've said this before. And a lot of you have been like, I don't have a hobby. Right? Like how many times am I like, what are, what are you guys hobbies? And you're like, I don't have a hobby. 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 Right? And I think sometimes it's a really powerful idea to maybe even kind of look at your business as like, yes, it's your, yes, it's your career. Yeah. You're getting paid silly money to do what we do. But can you also look at it sometimes as like, this is, can be relaxing. Our business can be relaxing. There can be joy in what we're doing. And so almost like, I don't know about tricking, but sort of like tricking yourself to free up time to work your hobby because you love it, right? Make your business one of your hobbies. Um, this, and, and I will tell you, for me, uh, I got, I mean, again, just shout out to David, but you know, I really like the TikTok thing, okay? I like scheduling time to do TikToks because, um, you know, I, I, it's a break for me. I get to, you know, be a little fake sassy on the tickety-tockety and do a little clap back and it just kind of makes me giggle. I watch them back when I'm putting the captions on them. I'm like, oh, you were a little bit sassy frassy on there. That was good. That was good. Like I did a little TikTok and I went, I said something about how, yeah, you can only be one. There can only be one number one. I'm like, didn't y'all just vote for number one? Didn't you just vote for president? Does that mean the government does a pyramid scheme? Like, you know what I mean? What can I say? You know, I get some joy out of this and I know it builds the business. So yes, sometimes my content creation, for sure, it's a break. For sure, I look at what I'm doing um, as a hobby sometimes. And I think that if you remember the things in your business that you really love to do that do bring you joy, like how many of you, like, like, I don't know, put it in the chat. What are things in your business that bring you joy? When you do them. For me, it's going to be a sassy TikTok. But I mean, I like doing the photo shoots sometimes. I like getting pretty, you know, and, and, put in, uh, and taking, taking, taking photos. And I like, I like doing some of these things. TikTok dancing, sticker charts, Facebook lives, IG stories. You love creating content in videos and posts. I love that. I love that. Sticker charts. Good Lord. Um, filling the sticker chart is what she likes. Facebook lives. TikTok is fun. Um, IG stories, MVP lives, especially her Oracle ones. TikTok. What the F is a sticker chart? I don't know. Um, a I don't know. Putting stickers on something. I, I like stickers. Stickers are great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I love all of this. So all of these things like you're probably identifying now you do have hobbies. Of course, there are things you don't like doing in your business, but what are the things you do like to do? And then can you make sure you have time in your day to do those? 
Um, something I started doing is I have this, um, this whiteboard and it had my, it ha well, I was doing it before and then I stopped because I started using the whiteboard for, um, for Halloween ideas. But on the whiteboard, I write down things every day that I need to do. And then I get to cross them off. So I don't know if, but for me, like I get to look over there. I've written down how many Instagram posts I still need to make. I still have two left today. Um, three TikToks. I still, I still, well, no, I don't need to do three anymore. I only need to do one more. Um, Facebook posts is still due. Um, I put Jim on there. I'll find time. Like, I like that. I like that. And I don't know, but oh, yes, I'll get my lashes done. Good God. Um, but I... I even waxed my eyebrows in preparation, okay? So trust me, I'm going. Um, I know, see? Okay, be proud of me, thank you. So, but what I did, and maybe this sounds so weird, but I went to the store and I bought neon, neon dry erase markers. I don't know, like maybe that sounds weird, but how are ways, what are ways like sticker charts that you can make your business seem fun to you or actually be fun to you. So I like drawing every morning. Like this is what I need to do. I need to do this. I need to do this. And it's, it does end up being more enjoyable then because the worst thing you can do for your business is start having animosity towards it because you're like, Oh, another day of TikToks. Um, I had a conversation with Sydney like two weeks ago and it wasn't even two weeks ago. I think it was like a week ago. And she said, you know, the crazy thing about being a social media influencer is you can't take a day off right? You can't take a day off because your people are looking for you. Like you're, it's a legit full-time job. And so what are ways you can make that hobby and career of being a social media influencer enjoyable, right? So make it your hobby, make it your hobby. And especially if this hustle of ours, um, if it directs, if it's directly relating to your passions, which I know for a lot of you, it is, well then perfect. Let's go all in, right? Um, what did Melissa say? One thing I shared with our team last week on training was how often they get fit each day. Oh, Facebook, Insta, and TikTok. I like it. How often are we getting fit? I like that. I like that a lot. That's good. That's good stuff. You need to, um, trademark that before it gets stolen by somebody. So <laughs> it's going to be in somebody's book in a, in a month and a half. So you better, uh, you better, you better get, not mine. I was just saying, you know how people are on the internet. So I came up with a system called fit Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. No, you didn't. That was Melissa Hartman, you big lion Buffalo. All right. So the next thing is, um, look, I know this is, and look, this, I think, is something you might more than anything need to train to your organizations. But I think if we want more people to be able to run this really as a business, how many of us uh, can agree we probably need to teach our teams to work on the weekends a little more? Can anyone agree with that? And maybe not you, because I know some of you, the weekends are like your sacred, like you grind Monday through Friday like an MF. And you like a mother, father, you know, I'm just kidding. I was like, I'm we're saying acronyms now, right? So like some of you grind like crazy Monday through Friday, but then you watch your teams do, they do not grind Monday through Friday. And then they do not grind Saturday or Sunday. They do not do much most of the time. Right? So I think sometimes those reminders, what are some ways you can do that? Maybe it's only Saturdays and Sundays you give out homework assignments. You know, what are the little, um, what are the little pivots that you can make to get people working their business Saturday and Sunday? And I got to tell you, on Saturdays especially, people are definitely still on the internet. Um, when I go live on Saturdays in particular, it is oftentimes more busy than weekdays. Uh, and I think it's just because people 
that actually work their job. You know what I mean by that? Most people at, at work are like on their phones at the same time. Um, you know, they're actually, they're actually there on their phones on Saturdays. They're not hiding, right? They're Facebook at work. So teaching our teams to work on the weekends will allow you to have more of a full-time full-time income and teach them to work their business and maybe not get so overloaded because they're overloaded a lot of the time during the week. And when we train them, Hey, you know, work your business, wake up a little earlier, go to bed a little later. They're like, no, I don't want to, I'm going to burn out. So maybe we can make pivots where we teach people, Hey, maybe just try working on the weekends a little bit. Maybe it'll be easier than to sit down and spend some time catching up. Right. And again, if they're passionate about what they're doing, if they're passionate about changing their team's or their family's lives, it shouldn't be that hard to find an hour on a Saturday or an hour on a Sunday or whatever it is. Bingo boards on Saturdays. I love that. I love that. I love that. And I know that's just programmed. I know that's just programmed, right? Um, Because that's how we were taught since we were little. We go to school Monday through Friday. Parents go to work Monday through Friday. Weekends are off. So I love that. Um, I love that. 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 Um, and then I already said it, but maybe for some of us, it is going to be the waking up early and staying up a little later, especially for those of you with the super busy schedules. And that I, I know, you know, this, cause we've talked about this before, but that is how I built my first business. Um, I was, I, well, four months of doing that. And then I was full time cause I got fired. But those first four months when I didn't know what I was doing nine years ago, almost 10 years ago, those first I, I, ugh, God, it was terrible. It was really bad. But I was waking up at like four in the morning to read policies and procedures or do a little bit of studying or try to learn the business a little bit before I drove to work. And then I would nap at lunchtime, true story, because I was so tired because I woke up at four in the morning to learn this business. And then I would stay up late. I would stay up and read, um, because it was all like downloadables. You know, they sent me, they literally mailed me CDs. I still remember this. So I put the CDs in, I downloaded everything on my computer. And you remember that? The CDs they would send you. And I, I would do that until like midnight. So I was not sleeping much, but my hunger was 100% there. I wanted this to work. And so it might not work for you, obviously, but I want us to think more about our teams. Who are the team members who can wake up a little early and spend some time watching Prove It TV videos or can spend some time, you know, checking out what's going on in the empire or re-watching a training or whatever it is, right? And then who are the people who do want to stay up late? Who are your night owls who are on power hours super late, right? And, you know, I haven't done a power hour in a, in a long time, like for my frontline or anything, But like on power hours, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I would literally unmute myself and have them listen to my personal development with me. Do you remember that? Like people don't realize what it takes to build a business sometimes. And they need to know. They need to know what my power hours or my working Zooms. Which one do you want me to do more of? Put it in the chat. Okay. All right. I'll run some power hours. That's fine. I can do that. What type are you want? I do for you. I do for you. All right. Um, all right. Next thing, if we're going to make this more full-time, and obviously I kind of went into this a little bit when I was talking about this, but already sort of, but we've got to, when I was talking about VAs, systematize as much as we possibly can. So I just talked about this on the 212 call. There is no possible way I can onboard the amount of recruits I got last month without flipping Betty the bot. Okay. 
86 personal recruits, almost all MVP packs last month. Unreal. Cuckoo bananas. It's crazy. I can't. So what are you systematizing? On top of Betty the Bot, I know y'all use Betty the Bot, but like, what are other things? Right? What are other things that you can systematize in your life? So I'll tell you one thing I've been doing. This has been for the past couple of months now. But all of my personal recruits get a little tiny swag bag, nothing crazy, right? It's like a blender bottle, a pop socket, a welcome note, and a schedule of all the team calls that they can get on. Every single new recruit of mine gets that. Every single one. Like a, wel- a little welcome letter. So that comes, probably gets to them, um, I don't know, maybe their first seven days in business or something. Re-pulling them in, right? Re-bringing them back full circle. That's part of a system, so I'm getting these people trained. And, the, and, and it explains MVP as well, so fast start. The amount of these new people from last month that are hitting MVP that I just recruited is crazy. It's crazy. They're way more plugged in. So what are the little things you can do to systematize? You don't need to buy these people anything. Why don't you write them a welcome note? Why don't you print out the schedules of the calls for you and your team that they should be on to build their business? right? What are the little things? Because if we're not training them, then they're in and out. They're in and out. I had a conversation with Brian when I was in Kentucky and he's like, man, he's like, I hate TikTok, but I love TikTok. I said, what do you mean? He's like, you know, there's a bunch of people, like there's some celebrity, I get, or like TikTok celebrity who joined the company as well. He's like, These, it's so transactional. They're, their businesses are not moving. They're at the same volume every single month because they're not building businesses. They're just selling ketones. It's so transactional. I said, I don't, I don't feel that. He goes, what? I said, where do you think my 400 customers last month came from? I was like, TikTok, bro. He's like, well, what are you doing differently? I was like, I'm texting them back. I'm conversing with them. I'm DMing them. I'm doing the exact same thing. I've got, I've got more VAs than ever, more conversations than ever, more in-person assistance than ever, than I've ever had. Systematizing. I'm like, they're no different. They're still humans. Why is a lead from TikTok different than a lead from Instagram or Facebook or in-person? They're not. They're not any different. He's like, oh, where is everyone else going wrong? Then I said, not everyone. I said, but I don't know. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. They're just not talking to people. So how can you systematize it so that we are not just plateauing at ranks, but instead building upon it? They're hungry. I'm telling you they're hungry. Everywhere. People everywhere are hungry. People everywhere are hungry for business. So think about how you can systematize as much as possible and make some of the smaller and more routine tasks not only procedural, but also systematized. It will help you scale your business and it will help you grow the business faster. And if you're really good at it, which y'all all are, please, I'm gonna say it again for the seventh time this Zoom, please get yourself some VAs to take on the lower tasks that do not need you to do them. Ooh, bless you, right? What are the things you've been doing, bless you again, that you do not need to be doing, right? Oh, she keeps sneezing. Why are you sneezing so much? That's funny. All right, now that was funny. That was funny. Wookie Lee, that was contagious. You made me sneeze. You made me sneeze. All right, so thank you. Thank you, thank you. That was was funny. All right, all right. And the next thing, um, I want us all to make sure we're we're conversing about this, again, to keep our businesses more sticky. But let's make sure if we want to run this full-time and we want to find more people who want to run it full-time, let's make sure we're getting people accountability partners, right? Having, Having those conversations, 
inappropriate accountability partners. So not like a rank six with a rank two, not someone who's super plugged in with someone who's not, not someone who skips Zooms with somebody who doesn't. You know, let's make sure we're matching the hats with energy. Super important. I think that gets people super plugged in and everyone wins when you have somebody who's like, hey, sister, you going to get on the power hour this morning or whatever it is, right? Uh, whatever it is. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then the other thing is I want us to make sure that we are being honest and that we are actually making the time, right? I think it's always so impressive when you see people who are super, 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 super busy, and they somehow miraculously find time to build a business even bigger. Like I talk about it sometimes with vacuuming. How many of you have heard my vacuuming analogy? Right? Where it's like, oh, I'm so, so busy. Um, I'm just going to vacuum on Sunday. And the only thing on your task list on Sunday is to vacuum. And then it's like 10 o'clock at night and you're like, oh crap, I haven't vacuumed and the kids are already asleep. <laughs> right? It was the one thing on your list. But the people who are super busy, they've got the full-time jobs, they're moms, they've got, you know, partners, they've got, they've, they're juggling all kinds, they're juggling, you know, I don't know, court appointments and they're juggling, I don't know, all of the things in the world, whatever's going on in the world, they're juggling exactly everything. And those people somehow find time. It's amazing, right? It's amazing. So if we're honest here, everyone, and I do mean everyone, has time to spare. Every single one of us. It's just a matter of, y'all have heard Brian say it a million times, but like priorities aren't in conflict. It's a matter of principle and how bad you want this. So it's amazing when it's like those people or some of us even, you can find time to watch your favorite Netflix show. You can find time to, um, I don't, what else do people do to waste time? I don't know. We can all find time to, oh, by the way, somebody sent me what Tiddlywinks is. It's a real game. So they can find time to play Tiddlywinks, okay? That was funny. They just sent it to me in a DM, okay? Or, you know, watch the favorite movie or watch the favorite TV show or whatever it is. What if we started spending that time creating, turning the side income into a full-time income? And so I think the way to start it is not to make you feel bad about, well, I like to do Netflix because I decompress when I spend that hour doing Netflix. That's awesome because we need to have that mental health as well. But what if we matched the hatch? So like if you're going to give yourself a half hour to watch an episode of, I don't know what's on TV, something that's on the television, okay? Can you spend a half hour working and then teach people to do the same thing? Right? So when somebody's like, I really need to watch the election for an hour, right? Okay. So if you need to watch the election for an hour after that, can you do, can you touch your business for an hour? Like what a nice little shift in language, right? What a nice little, oh, okay. Well, so then I ha- I'm giving myself permission to waste that hour of my life, but also the hour to work my business as well, right? Uh, because I think it really becomes that prioritization. It becomes, it really does become how bad do you want it? It really does become where are your priorities lying? Because all of you are capable of building a legend team. It just depends how you show up right? It depends where you're putting the time in. It depends where you're putting the personal development in. There's, I mean, guys, I spend, I spend tons of time talking to all these other rank tens in the company. Just trust me when I say y'all have what it takes to do it. We just got to do it. You do. You genuinely do. We just have to see ourselves as, as a different version of ourselves. We have to show up as a different version of ourselves. And when you show up like that, you attract higher quality people. I'm sure you've noticed this. 
Like how many of you who started doing that, um, the fit challenge, (laughs) how many of you who have started doing more of the posting, more of the lives, more of the engagement are noticing, is anyone doing it and noticing an increase in anything? Amber Higgins, Melissa, Jackie, uh, Courtney, Courtney, Leanne, Cheryl, Annalie, Brittany, Nicole. That's all. You're the only ones on my screen right now. Jenny Lynn. Like, by Megan George in the comment, Brooke. Yes, like, so we have time to do it. We have time to attract more people. We have, yes. Okay, such an important comment. It's making her team step up. Yes. Yes. We have to be the people who set the pace for our team, right? And the thing is, even if you're not getting the sales yet, it's the actions that are inspiring people because you never know. You never know what video of maybe someone on your team is going to go viral and create mayhem for you as well, like in a good way, mayhem. You don't know who it's going to be. But by us stepping up and setting that pace, being those pace setters for our team, it gives people something to strive for right? I love that. I love that. I love that. So like Courtney said, repurposing your content, showing them how to put it as a reel, showing them to put it in an Instagram story that then goes to their Facebook story. So they're hitting all their platforms every time they post. I mean, it's just genius. It's just genius. I was having a conversation with um, a rank nine in the UK. I don't know if I told you guys this last week. And I said, I mean, you've been somebody who's posted for, you know, you're posting like six times a day, all day, every day, ever since I met you over a year ago. He goes, yeah, because content is king. He's like, I don't look at likes. I don't look at any of the views. I don't care. He's like, I'm flooding their feeds. The only reason they might not be clicking like anymore or viewing the whole thing is because there's so much more to watch. He's like, who cares? I'm like, no, I feel you on that. It is working. And so when we start to find those extra times in our day, let's see where we can step up. We can create more. And then we can create bigger brands, bigger teams, bigger vision, bigger business. But we all are very capable of finding time in our days. It's just a matter of what is important for you right now. And I know a lot of us are very comfortable with the amount of money we're making. I promise you, you'll be more comfortable when you double it. I promise you, you'll be more comfortable when you triple it. I promise you, you'll be more comfortable when you 10x it. I promise. And it can happen fast. And I haven't said that in a while, but I was talking to Eric on, on the phone last night. He had me, um, someone, a big leader in another company was having an issue. He actually three-wayed me in. And the person was like de-edifying Eric or something like that. Not the girl that I was with, but like somebody is bashing this leader, de-edifying Eric, whatever. She's like, how do you deal with it? Like if people say, oh, blah, 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 Eric. I said, I don't care. I don't care because I went to an event of his where I was literally making 30 grand a month and I thought that was awesome. And then nine months later, I was making over 200,000 a month. So I don't care. (laughs) I really don't care what somebody says about his coaching or his mentorship or his training or his mastermind or anything I, I buy. I don't care. And when you start to have that level of I'm just going to do what I know I need to do because I know how much I can take this thing to the next level. If I show up as the next level of myself, that's when it grows. But it has to start with us, right? I love this. Courtney says, I went to GoPro in January, doubled her monthly commissions. Yeah. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Like, congratulations, you're awesome. I'm not surprised, right? Because when you start to see yourself 
as a different version of yourself, maybe it's not what Eric's teaching. Fine. But there's something about being in a room with a butt with, with thousands of people who are, who are making a ridiculous amount of money that just makes you go, Oh God, Oh God. And there's something about being on a mastermind for me where there's people making $2 million a month where I'm like, what am I doing? Where am I spending my time? Am I, am I, am I pacing my yard too much? <laughs> like, what am I doing? You know, like, do I like, do I need to pace and text faster? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. That just makes you hungry, makes you hungrier. So every one of you is capable of the two X, the three X, the five X, the 10 X, the whatever it is. Just trust me because I've done it, which means you can do it too. Truly go for the 10 X. I don't know what your check was last month, but go for it. Why not? There's nobody holding us back except for the amount of time and effort and most importantly, energy we are putting into our businesses. And so reset when you feel that yucky energy. I think part of the reason why I'm converting basically literally everybody into a smart chip customer or a promoter is because I am like putting love and energy all over these trials. I told you guys last night on the call, I'm like, this is, this is a good one. And then I send it out, you know, uh, but it's real. It's real. And like I said, all of you do deserve more. So let's step into that. Let's put more time into what we're doing. Let's what, I mean, I don't know. I want to see who has a huge November. I don't know who it's going to be on here who just decides to break all the limits and say, whatever. I know I did 35 last month, but why the hell not hit seven? I don't know. Why not? Sounds fun. Sounds a little frisky, right? But it's going to take more time. It's going to take more effort and it's going to take more of that really high level energy. And all of you are capable of doing that.